0: Good morning, it's Monday the 9th of December, and after Jeremy Corbyn reveals leaked documents showing Tory plans for child slave labour camps, a super rich military enclave in New Zealand, and plans to introduce cholera into tap water, voters are still wavering on who to vote for because Jeremy Corbyn doesn't do up his top button. Have you seen what Boris Johnson does to his hair? I mean, if that's the criterion. Do say what you like, but there was always such a lovely shine on them jack boats. And in sports news, there was huge build-up to the excitement of a ceremony in which rich people watched two men from working-class backgrounds who'd agreed to try to punch each other unconscious for money. Yes, in that oh slightly seedy way, we all got rather excited at the prospect of ah oh, a bit of violence. And the blood comes out of the... Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! Roll the... Ah! Oh, baby! Not today, thank you. With Jake Yap. Good morning. How are you? You right? Good weekend? That's all long gone, isn't it? Uh, on the Today programme this morning, John Caldwell uh, went head-to-head with John McDonald. John Caldwell is a billionaire off of Phones for You, and wow, I mean... What a visionary. I mean, that's the kind of guy we need to keep. What was your vision, John Colbert? What enabled you to become a billionaire? Well, I bought phones and sold them. Wow. Yeah, I bought them for one price. Then I made up a more expensive price and people just bought them. That is incredible. I am in awe of your business now. So anyway, uh, he went head-to-head with John McDonald, and it went pretty much exactly as you'd expect. Uh, I've often used this rather brilliant description of a million versus a billion that someone posted on Twitter once. I can't attribute it, but it, it, it's really good for giving you some sense of what, what's the difference between a million and a billion. Because uh, us normal people, not not genius visionaries like John Caldwell, we... We can't necessarily envision it, so a million seconds is 11 and a half days. A billion seconds is getting on for 32 years. That's the difference we're talking about when it comes to wealth. When I hear you saying things like no one deserves to be a billionaire, it scares the living daylights out of me. No, no, I, I understand. Listen, I, I'm like an ageing Norman Wisdom who, incidentally, had some really good values too. Nearly every wealthy person I know is thinking of leaving the country if Labour get in. Oh, my poor little billionaires. Oh, my poor babies. Run, my precious ones. Fly! Fly! Twelve people are on the run. Go this way, over here. Look, over here yeah, They've got just hours to leave the country. Stop! Pay your fair share! Before they're hunted down for a reasonable amount of tax. I don't care how you get him, just get him and bang up some of that Extinction Rebellion lot while you're at it based on comments i made in news interviews in the past. All they have to aid their escape I work 70 hours a week and yeah, not interested mate is 175 billion pounds. 12 people. I do a lot for charity! Owning 6 million times the median UK income. Let me see your tax return! This is Hunted, the billionaire edition. It's day one. I've gone. Mona, mona, Monaco, a name synonymous with sophistication, fine living and $40 cheeseburgers. There's never been a better time to live and work, sorry, what you do absolutely doesn't count as work in Monaco. If you're a British billionaire, exercising your God-given right to hoard all the wealth you possibly can, then come to Monaco for a warm welcome. From the very small, cramped, single sandy beach, which is private anyway, to the glamorous casino, you can be assured of a warm welcome. Why, look, your old friend, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, is here, the chairman of Ineos, with his personal fortune of £21 Hello, I could spend one every second. That's £3,600 every hour for the next 231 years. But I don't feel like I can afford to pay a fair amount of tax. Also, by the way, I campaigned for a relaxation of green taxes and I lobbied for fracking. Join me for a beer in the club sporting. I'll be the one at the bar who you'd think would look an awful lot better than I do considering how much money I've got to chuck at myself. Monaco's got it all. Sir Philip Green can't be wrong. So why not come here to save all that money you can't hope to spend and don't need to keep? while the food banks struggle to hand out bad food. Monaco, Monaco. Monaco. Now on BBC One, it's Sunday and you're desperate, so here's Andrew Marr. Da-da-da-da! It's Andrew Marr! Right, forget about what the grey one told you just now on breakfast. Now is breaky time. I've already had a croissant. What are you having? Are you having... da da Porridge! Da toast or da 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 da, some pizza you found in your duvet. Joining me, da da liberal Democrat MP Heidi Allen. Da 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 da, Conservative Minister for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy Andrea Leadsom, and aqua party. Bye. I'm sorry, it would have been good if there was some more actual content in there, but I spent the entire weekend walking around <laughs> going da-da-da-da-adruma. Uh, so I sort of had to get it out of my system. Anyway, hello there. Uh, we asked you last week, uh, what's the most implausibly naughtiest thing you've ever done? As uh, after the news that... I think it was on Sophie Ridge yesterday. Uh, Boris Johnson said that the naughtiest thing I've, I've, I've ever done is to... It's a bass drop, isn't it? To... to uh Ride my bike on pavements. <laughs> OK, <laughs> Sure. I mean, making up lies in the press until you're fired, trying to arrange to have someone assaulted. Uh, We could go on. Anyway, what's the most implausibly superlative, naughtiest thing you've ever done? Uh, We asked you and uh, you came. They're really good, man. Uh, Thank you for your confessionals. These are brilliant. Julie says, uh, when I was five, Daniel Elliott found a Barbie doll at school. I was only allowed a Cindy doll, so I said that it was mine and accepted his accompanying marriage proposal. I may have broken his heart, but 40 years later, I'm friends with him on Facebook and he's still unaware of my lie. Well, it's a good job this podcast doesn't have much of a reach, isn't it? Carenza says, I fed my younger brother liquid furniture polish so I could be an only child and get more presents. Wow! Oh Wow! Don't do that. Uh, my mum lied to the hospital and said he drank it by himself. I should say that I am now 47 years wiser and the brother is still breathing your says, for the record I, i was i was six at the time and he was four so it was clearly a good decision at the time as santa rocked in our house darren this is a nice standard one i very loudly farted in the lift the night after many beers and a curry and successfully denied it three people died thank you very much darren And Chris says, I once told a charity worker that I already gave to two charities, St. Mungo and WaterAid. Later, I realised that I still gave to St. Mungo, but had actually switched from WaterAid to Scope. I still live with the guilt to this day. Yeah, it's okay, Chris. It's okay to be you. Um, Heady has some naughtiness to (laughs) confess. Father Jake. This is an email. You can email too. It's today at swanburst.com. Father Jake, I want to confess naughtiness. Sin number one. I took my ex for a curry. She asked me how mine was and could she try it? It's so creamy and mild, I said. She took a mouthful and seconds later started breathing flames like a Game of Thrones dragon. Hee hee, not very mild at all. Naughty. Very naughty. Sin two. I got tired spanking a tied up goth lady whilst I was dressed as a Cossack and went to the pub for an hour. Let's just say she was not happy when I got back. Extra spanks requested. I don't know what any of that's about. Sorry about that. Sin number three. The University Pagan Society had gathered around a big fire on the summer solstice, and a hippie lady was calling on Hecate, 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 I don't know, the goddess of magic. I came out of the bushes with an orange plastic bucket full of water and poured it on the flames, putting an end to the summoning. I had a big sword as well, so none of the 50 students argue with me. Had a drink with the college janitor who was grateful that I behaved with strong and stable judgement. <laughs> Sadly, everything above actually happened. Best regards, Heady. Hey, thanks for those. I mean, they're, they're all over the shop. Wow. And we have some any other business. You can always email anything you think. Is interesting that happened to you. I'm always fascinated to see what you sent. It's not today at swanburst.com. Matt says, hapla, Jake. Uh, Hapla, Matt. Uh, I trust you had a pleasant weekend. Not bad, thanks. Uh, I thought you might like to read this. I teach a variety of instruments to children in primary schools. During one of these lessons, a boy of eight years old started talking to me about Marvel superheroes, and in particular, the Avengers fight against the morally interesting Thanos except the young lad didn't call him Thanos. Oh, no, he called him, in his best Derbyshire accent, Thanos. I said, who? He replied, he's called Thanos. Thanos. I had to claw, literally claw, the lesson back after this. Anyway, bye. Thank you very much, Matt. And finally, uh, we've got an email from someone who wishes to remain anonymous. The subject line says, uh, a great philosopher once wrote, Naughty, naughty, very naughty. Say uh, saying I'm not I'm not putting this out on the twit twats. But and this is a proper confession I like stealing gold leaf from Waitrose. What? If you take two packets but only pay for one, the self-checkout machine doesn't detect the error theft as it weighs next to nothing, yet costs a whopping five pounds. Loving the podcast, yours in anonymity. <laughs> Don't worry, your secret is safe. That's what I... Well, I mean, I will take any more confessionals you have. I'm happy to keep that thread running. It's not today at swanburst.com, or you can tweet, although obviously that's less of a confessional and more of a... Confessing to a crime in public domain. Uh, it's not today. Pod on Twitter, and today I thought I'd ask the question. Since uh, there's been lots of talk about battle buses and uh, amazing broadcasts on BBC News live from the buses as they're going along, I don't know how you do that. That sounds horrible to try and sort out. Um, what what have been your worst coach experiences, or or what's the most amount of time you've spent on a coach? Um, I, I mean, I can. Th- I, I sort of feel like all of these stories are going to go in one direction, really, um, and it's going to end with a, a, a paper bag, isn't it? But I'd be interested to know. I I know someone who's got a really good story about something that happened to him on a coach, <laughs> but I, I'm not going to tell it because it's a family show. Uh, but uh, yes, your coach experiences I think might be an interesting thing. It's uh, at Not Today Pod on the Twitter or email Not Today at swanburst.com uh, We'll be back tomorrow Look at that, there's only, what something like 100 hours now before the election, it's all done, anyway it doesn't matter, we'll all be fine Let's trudge bravely on, take care see you tomorrow, by the way, subscribe and share rate and review, it does make a big difference, I, I don't know how or why, but it does um, and tell all your friends and hurry back, see you tomorrow Okay, bye